Hi, this is Ro, host of the Queen Pod. We are on a mission to offer you a companion piece to the entire Queen back catalogue, track by track, and Queen are letting us play all their music. To find out about how to support us and access some Bijou exclusives, pop along to patreon.com forward slash Queen Pod. So, without further ado, Clatus and Ball. Hello and welcome to Queen Pod, hashtag Play Queen Loud. I'm your host, Rohan the Barbarian, and I'm here with comedian Suze Kempner. Hello. Hello, mate. Did you have a good time on the uh, Recovering Queen podcast? Oh, yeah, I did, thank you. You did? Um, lovely Recorded a, a lovely, they do brilliant tracks, and I got to record a cover of It's a Hard Life. Oh, wow, that's tricky to sing. Yeah, I proved Suze. that. <laughs> Suze, I love you, but we've only got 14 minutes to finish this pod. So, here are also Queen filmmaker Simon Lupton and comedian John Robbins. Hello, both of you. Hello. 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 Right, we're looking at the UK version of Queen's Greatest Hits 1 in this special mini-pod series. We're staying in 1980 off Play the Game and going into Flash, the single version by Brian May. It's from the Flash Gordon soundtrack album, and it was released as a single on the 24th of November, 1980. And Mr. Simon Lupton is going to tell us exactly what went down. Yes, I am. Um, Round about the same time, Queen were working on the recording sessions for what would become the game. Their US record label, Electra Records, combined with film producer Dino De Laurentiis to approach Queen about recording the soundtrack to the Flash Gordon movie. Uh, Very much following in the footsteps of Star Wars and Superman, which of course were huge, this was an exciting and intriguing prospect, and so the band agreed. Um, It turned out to be quite an innovative project, with this being one of the first movies not to be about rock music to have a heavy rock soundtrack. Um, Similarly, as work on the soundtrack album release progressed, the band were determined to make it feel as close to any other Queen album as possible and really clever use of dialogue excerpts from the film ensured it was a satisfying listen rather than just a collection of instrumentals. The football fight leaps to mind as a fantastic example of how this works to such great effect. At the time, though, it's fair to say not everyone was convinced, um, with producer Dino, after hearing it for the first time, remarking to Brian, this will not work for my film. However, uh, (laughs) director Mike Hodges got right behind it and even Dino grew accustomed to it before eventually confessing in the end that he did actually quite like it. Mm. Um, The other thing that's worth noting is that as work on the game album intensified, Brian took on the responsibility of getting Flash over the line and so it very much became his baby. Um, The movie did well in Europe, not so well in the US, but has become something of a cult classic. Uh, as for the song Flash, it was released as a single, became a bona fide hit, uh, featured for a while in the live set, and as a result, finds itself a worthy member of the greatest hits. Yes, it does. That's so <laughs> true. It reached number 10, like you say, um, uh, in January 81 over here in the UK, uh, a, a, a chart that was packed that week with songs like Imagine by John Lennon and Super Troop by Abba. So it was a very competitive Uh, period in the charts it only got to number 42 sadly in the us but it was number one in austria so thank you salzburg bravo they know their music they they did that mozart business and everything didn't they um the album version of the song flash's theme is the start to the flash gordon film and includes all the dialogue from that first scene 
where the single version is dialogue from across different bits of the film, including Brian Blessed's brilliant bit, which I'm sure we might hear on this very pod in a moment. <laughs> um, Suze, mm. on a scale of running around to um, uh, Stone Cold Craze yeah. as a five-year-old, what would Flash do to you? <laughs> well, Flash, what does Flash do to me? I always liked it. I, but I saw the Flash Gordon movie when I was a kid and I didn't like it and I never watched it again. Oh, so I've no. only seen oh. Flash Gordon movie once when I was about 10. And I never watched oh, it. Oh, mate, you should watch it as a grown up. Maybe it's, I should, yeah. Because right. really maybe funny. as a kid, yeah. I had terrible taste. I did used to think Watership Down was the best film ever, so I probably thought Flash Nothing was a little that. bit too light. <laughs> I mean, Flash Gordon is a Needs more death. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think this is a great track. It's very, it's like operatic space camp. Um, it's got its tongue in its cheek. But without the band ever acting like they're above all this, it's perfect for this movie. Mm. Uh, everyone involved seems to be having a great time. And it's another example of that fantastic, unique Queen sound in their very um, operatic harmonies because they haven't brought in any session singers. They're doing it all themselves. And that creates this very unique sound that they always had. And I love that it's on a film soundtrack. Yeah, it's the business. Let's listen to a little bit of it, shall we? Let's 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 hear a bit of Flash Gordon approaching, I think, and, and listen to all this wonderful use of movie dialogue. Love Brian Blessed. What a wonderful force of nature that man is. John, talk to me about Flash Gordon. You'd love the whole album, right? Well, uh, no, I've got a friend who thinks it's the best Queen album. Oh, yeah. I think it's really interesting, uh, the album, and I love how it's a sort of a, it's it's a bit of a Queen outlier in the back cap. But what I love most about um, Flash is how, for a song that wasn't an enormous hit, it's sort of become completely part of certainly British consciousness. And if you stopped someone in the street and shouted flash at them, they'd probably go, ah, (laughs) I love how like everyone knows that. And having tested your patience on the last episode with how I repurposed play the game to be a jingle for a, uh, uh, a feature on our show called Made Up Games. I'm going to test your patience slightly further because when we moved to the BBC, we weren't allowed to use the jingles from Radio X. Uh, so we had to re-record it. And <laughs> it's only just struck me that the theme we used for the re-recording is the next track on Greatest Hits. <laughs> so I will share the sound from uh, from our second version of the uh, jingle. Games for everyone else. Games made up on a bus. 
So there you go. Wow. Getting a little bit even more queen into uh, into the world by <laughs> repurposing Flash for our made up games jingle. And that um, song doesn't even have game in the title. No, it's true. So it's true. It's very, very imaginative. Ellis wanted to do we will, we will play made up games. <laughs> 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 Which didn't so you quite scan. that and did um, this. Okay. And, and again, the outtakes for the recording of that prove just how difficult a song to sing it is. Um, but something more broadly on the greatest hits, I thought I would say, something I've just realised, considering Queen are known for their vast, operatic, outlandish, epic songs, without looking and cheating, how many of the tracks on uh, greatest hits... And let's let me remind you, there are seventeen tracks on the UK Greatest Hits. How many are longer than four minutes long? Ooh. Oh, well, I'll answer that if you tell me if you're looking and cheating right now. <laughs> well, I I only found out the fact by looking. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to hazard a guess at eight. So your guess is eight, Suze. How many tracks longer than longer than four, four minutes? minutes? I'm going to go. I'm going to go low. I'm going to go five. Sue's going five. Simon? I'm going to go two. Oh, it's three. It's three. Three. So what? So somebody somebody to, love, to love, Bohemian oh. Rhapsody. <laughs> yeah. And Rhapsody. another one, Bites the Dust. Now I'm here. And now I'm here. Yeah. Oh. So remarkably. So the rest are all under four minutes. Uh, yeah. And I wonder if that's sort of part of the secret of its success is they are so tight on yeah, this greatest hits album. Pop song it, link. Yeah, there's yeah. no sort of no hanging around. It's hit to hit to hit. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, it is. It is like a a, a a concert of studio recordings. It is an incredible yeah. incredible compilation. Um which is fantastic. Really great stuff. Let's uh now turn to Mr. Simon Lupton because is guaranteed to blow our minds. Guaranteed to blow your mind. And indeed, I, I will certainly try. Um, the thing that struck me that I found quite odd about Flash is it's probably one of Queen's most remixed tracks. And it's an odd one, isn't it, to get that kind of attention? But I found loads of different remixes of it. I think we all love a remix on this podcast, don't we? Um, so I thought I'd share one with you that brings it right up to date. Uh, well, if you're into the 90s. So I'd like to play you a clip and suggest that you might find it useful to have a big fish, a small fish and a cardboard box <laughs> while you listen to it. Oh, really? Tell go. me what doesn't work about that. 
one of the many things. <laughs> We've is... only got 15 minutes, John. Because they, <laughs> in order to fit with the beats per minute of the remix bit, they've had to speed up the actual track, and it just sounds really crap. Yeah. I think that one might actually be about six minutes long, which I just find remarkable. My God. It's one of those things where they they chose violence that day, didn't they? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> If you only own Greatest Hits but you want to sound like a proper Queen fan and you're in the pub and someone brings you a gin and tonic uh, and inevitably said, says, Gordon's alive, you say, uh, actually, the whole album's genius. We'll <laughs> <laughs> do what John suggests. We just walk around chatting flash and wait for people to go, ah, yeah. or arrest you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Tread with care on that one. Um, so, guys, are you hearing Seven Seas of Rye at the end of Flash? Or are you hearing In the Space Capsule, the love theme by Mr. Roger Taylor? Suze? Seven Seas Arai. Yeah, fair enough. That was my impression of the opening of Seven Seas I think I might be hearing a bit of Roger Taylor after this. Yeah, in the space capsule. In the space capsule, yeah. Way are you hearing in the you space capsule after this? Listen to this you album lie. a lot. When I'm you lie. <laughs> I Simon's a liar. Liar. <laughs> People are entitled to their opinions. <laughs> yeah, but not when what it's a lie. <laughs> Why? What are you hearing? <laughs> well, every single. No one's hearing in the space capsule at the end of the flash. I find the space capsule is really underrated. Actually, I, you, you can find. say it's underrated. It's, it like, underrated. But I bet you haven't listened to it as much as you've listened to uh, Seven Seas of Rye. Not as Seven Seas of Rye. In violence. I've got a theory as to why this is happening, right? So the single finishes with Dale Arden saying, and the album version ends with Dr. Hans Zarkov saying, For God's sake, strap yourselves down. And so obviously, yeah. if you're hearing, Flash, Flash, I love you, but we only have 14 hours to save the earth, maybe you will hear, you're more likely to hear Seven Seas of Rye next. But if you're hearing oh, the album version, of course. You're going to hear in the space capsule. So that's where I, I believe. I just listened to this concept. album a lot as a child. It's ingrained <laughs> in my DNA. My God, it is. <laughs> it is awesome. It's a very <laughs> unusual but very brilliant album. Um, and two albums released in 1980. I can't wait for season three when we get into these albums. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> um, so next up is indeed Seven Seas of Rye we're coming into the last three tracks on Greatest Hits very exciting please email queenpod at thequeenpodcast.com we haven't had an email in like a day or two so we'd love to hear from you please comment at thequeenpod on Twitter Facebook and Instagram go along to patreon.com forward slash queenpod we keep putting out all kinds of little cool things like we get pod early all sorts of good stuff Um, and there's a beautiful community in the listener run queenpod fans Facebook group which you should dive into as well. So make some noise for us out there. Spread the word about this wonderful podcast. Post us a review uh, and keep playing Queen Loud. See you next time, everybody. 
a goodbye. Bye. 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 This March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series We Were the Lucky Ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.